Welcome to the Christ Quarter. Thank you for taking time out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures. And we'll bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. The Christ Quarter is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's scripture selection is Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. The King James Version reads as follows. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise. And take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all. Insomuch that they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. The NIV says it this way. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability 
to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor, in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are heartwarming. In our narrative today, we see a small group of friends, one of which is not able to walk. These friends have heard of Jesus and the miracles he has done, and they know that Jesus will heal their friend if they can get to him. I can just see these friends talking about how to get their impaired friend to Jesus. Perhaps one of them first saw or heard Jesus and brought the news to the others, who then grew in faith. They then decided to go where they had heard Jesus was teaching, only to find that the crowd was too great. It is easy to imagine the people in the back of the crowd straining to hear Jesus and ignoring these loud people with the impaired friend in his bed. They may have been told to go home that there was no way they were going to get to Jesus today. They probably sat down on the ground in despair and frustration. Well, what happened to them? Did they give up? Did they make it to Jesus? Well, let's get right to it. As our narrative opens today, we see Jesus teaching surrounded by a large crowd. Jesus had been once again teaching in Capernaum near the Sea of Galilee and had gone to his friend Simon Peter's house. News had spread of Jesus' whereabouts and the crowd had gathered there. The crowd had filled the house and overflowed into the surrounding area. The crowd was jostling for better positions from which to hear Jesus and struggling to get closer to him. In verse 3, we see four men bearing a fifth man working to get their friend close to Jesus. They are unable to get through the crowd and have to find another way to get their friend close to Jesus. One of them has an idea. Our view is now of the crowd inside the home near Jesus. Suddenly those near Jesus have debris falling on them. and They look up to see what's going on. I imagine Jesus smiling in the situation and at the faith of the friends who are chipping away at the roof as a way to get to him. The four men then lower their friend down into the crowd and near Jesus. Verse 5 says, When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. When Jesus saw the faith of all their friends, he spoke to the one friend and forgave his sins. More on this in a minute. Why did Jesus forgive the man's sins? Wasn't he in need of being healed? Didn't his friends bring him to Jesus to be healed? I believe the answer to that is found in verse 6 and 7 of our verses today. It states, Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? In my opinion, Jesus knew that the scribes or teachers would react in this way and use their reaction to make a point. Jesus asked them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And the man did so. I believe Jesus was making the point, not only to the scribes, but also to everyone gathered there, that he has the authority to do both. It is easy to say to someone, your sins are forgiven, 
But does that make it so? No, it doesn't. Only God can forgive sins. Healing is different for us because we can see that someone has been healed. We cannot tell when someone's sins have been forgiven. The lesser thing, our earthly bodies, are the most important to some because it can be perceived. While the most important thing, our spirits, our souls, are less important to some because we cannot perceive them. They are both important, and Jesus addresses them both here. There are two other points to see in our narrative today. The first is from verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, from what we can tell from the scriptures we have here today, the four men who carried their friend did not ask anything of Jesus. They were there to literally support their friend. These are the types of friends we need to have in our lives. Friends who will carry us to Jesus, who will carry us to Jesus in prayer. I recently had a family member who found themselves unexpectedly in the hospital, and things did not look well at all. A friend of mine who knows my family member through me asked a friend of hers to pray for my family member. He then made a miraculous improvement. Before they prayed, I was upset and worried that he might not survive. After they prayed and he began to very quickly recover, I stopped worrying at all about his survival and only about what they would need when they left the hospital. Prayer works, especially the prayer of believers. My last point is more individual, more personal. The friends had to go through a lot to get their friend to Jesus. They had to carry him a distance. They had to continue with the crowd. They very likely had to ignore people telling them that there was no use to trying and to just give up and go home. They even had to find a way to deal with the building Jesus was in. They had to go around, ignore, or go over many obstacles. And when they were finally near Jesus, they still had to chip away at the roof itself that blocked them from Jesus before finally having a clear path to Jesus and were able to lower their friend into Jesus' presence. So who you spend your time around is vitally important. Spend time with other believers and stay in the presence of God. Many things will get in your way. Many people will try to discourage you. But keep your focus on Jesus. Stay in prayer and work daily to chip away at anything that tries to block your progress. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to Him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. You may email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ's quarter in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. The Christ Quarter is available in Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. If you'd like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name or your questions with me. If you'd like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at that same number. If you find value in the message you've heard here today, you may support me via my cash app, Black Hat Today, 
or you may send a check made out to Black Ant to Post Office Box 913, Oxford, North Carolina, 27565. That's Black Ant, Post Office Box 913, Oxford, North Carolina, 27565. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. This is Kirk. Meet me again here, as soon as you can, on the Christ Quarter.